Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Well, hello, hello, hello. We're always experimenting around here, and uh, I got a new chair. Welcome in, Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. I'm watching myself on SWX up here. Hard to miss. Big orange shirt on a on a big guy. Uh, but I look funny because I'm sitting in a, lo- a lower chair. I don't know. The chair we had here is driving me crazy. I don't need to start the show off by complaining about anything. It was just... You know, wanted to change it up. So here we are. I might look a little low on your TV. Maybe we'll see if we can adjust the camera or something. But uh, either way, you're here for the sports talk. You don't care what chair I'm sitting in. Thanks so much for being here. Hope you're having a great Tuesday. ton of stuff to get to today. Full slate of games last night, including some Monday games in Missoula for the first time. I actually believe that this was the first Monday night game that I've ever been to <laughs> for the Grizz in Missoula. It was uh, so weird. It was so weird. I, you know, I have a couple good friends in town now uh, that have recently uh, returned to Missoula. We all grew up together since we were like six years old. And they've gotten into going to the Grizz games. And so this season, we've had a little ritual. Thursday nights, we always go meet up, uh, get a bite to eat real quick somewhere, and then head on down to the game. Makes it easier because we can carpool down there. Makes the parking easier. But uh, 
It was just so bizarre doing that last night. Like we went to the Dino Cafe and and had a little bowl of uh, jambalaya, and then go to the stadium. And it just seems, seems like it's Thursday night. Usually the next day, you know, you wake up real tired because you stayed up late. But it's Friday. It's all good and get through it. It's Tuesday today. <laughs> just just whipped. Unbelievable. But a huge night of basketball, and uh, all four of the Montana schools keep on rolling. So um, good returns right now for basketball at the Division One level in the state of Montana. So we'll have full reaction for all of that. We'll hear some uh, thoughts from Travis Takir, University of Montana head men's basketball coach, after uh, his Grizz took down Southern Utah last night. A 78-67 win, a thorough win by the Grizz. And uh, I would actually say because of the way that the, the tenor of the game played out and just the way that the uh, the pace went, the Grizz controlled the game is what I'm trying to say from start to finish. And it's a big win for Montana, especially considering the calamity that happened in Pocatello, Idaho on Saturday night. Uh, Montana, Montana losing to Idaho State for the first time since 2009. 22 matchups in a row the Grizz won until that loss on Saturday. So... Um, big win for the Grizz last night. The Montana State women, wow, what a fourth quarter. 28-7, to they outscored Idaho. And uh, MSU takes down the Vandals in Bozeman. In Pocatello, the Bobcats had their makeup game from a game that was postponed on Thursday. And MSU's men's team, they keep on rolling as well. Uh, they're now up to nine straight victories, 14 out of their last 15. So they are the hottest team in the Big Sky Conference. Danny Sprinkle doing a hell of a job there at Montana State. And they're finding a ton of ways to win. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that dynamic uh, here in just a little while. We'll also hear from Josh Bannon, University of Montana Power Forward. He had a, a corker by his own admission in Pocatello on on Saturday. And uh, last night he was a man possessed. He was dominant. Uh, against Southern Utah, and he really carried the day offensively for the University of Montana. He had 26 points and eight rebounds. He's right there, man. He's a first or second team all-league player. If he keeps playing like he's playing right now, he might be a first team all-league guy as a sophomore. And I know people thought he had talent. I know the coaches really liked him, but that would be that would be huge returns for Josh Bannon if he's that caliber of player. And he is. He he is he is in that conversation right now as a sophomore. And that's a great testament to him as well as his work ethic and to his development as a player. Riley Corcoran will also join us. Voice of the Grizz. So you get three doses of Riley this week, so I really appreciate it. I appreciate him for, for swinging by. And then we'll go through some of the women's basketball stuff, plus play some word association with some player names. There's a couple outstanding players in the Big Sky Conference and a few that I've uh, – just now fully dove into learning about or, or continuing to appreciate. So we'll get into those. Also, because it's a Tuesday, we have our Treasure State Stars with some of the best performances from Montanans from around the state, including one young lady in the Olympics. Uh, amazing. Uh, a finalist in, in the women's big air, Darian Stevens was. So there's a spoiler alert for you, but uh, got to mention her as often as we can because she's Missoula's own, Missoula proud so pretty cool uh, to have a Missoulian in Beijing competing in the Winter Olympics we're also going to talk a whole bunch of prep hoops today high school basketball is marching on also the state wrestling tournament returns to the all-class format this upcoming weekend so that's a a welcome return as well there was three different state tournaments a year ago including the first ever girls state high school wrestling tournament now back to the Metra and uh, if you've never been to that you should go. It doesn't even matter if you like wrestling or have never even consumed wrestling. You don't even know anything about wrestling. It's it's fun. It's really fun. It's a spectacle. Uh, it is just so many different athletes, so many different storylines, so many different things to follow and, and, and all that. So uh, if you get a chance, the Billings Metro is the place to be this weekend if you're a sports fan and you want to see something uh, like you've never seen before. Now, that's our show Outlook. It's presented 
by Brent Wahlberg of Windermere Real Estate. Brent and the Wahlberg team, they can answer any and all of your real estate questions when it comes to the city of Missoula, thanks to Brent and his team for letting you know, through me, through us, what's in the show each and every weekday here on ESPN Radio. Oh, we're also going to talk finally. I've been bumping this out. It's funny because our producers in the back, Jeff and Andrew, are sitting there like, well, we never get to this interview. Andrew's moved it out of the log and back in the log like seven times. I'm sorry for delaying it. I keep teasing it. We've been having some good discussions and good conversations that have sort of carried uh, until we don't have any time left in the segment. But we will talk a little bit about and analyze a bit about Willie Mac Garza, the new defensive coordinator for the Montana State Bobcats. Uh, a big role to fill, even though he's only replacing a guy that was there for only a year in Freddie Banks, a guy that's only in his early 30s and was in his first year as a Division One defensive coordinator. But Willie Matt Garza, he takes over a defensive unit that not only has a new coordinator in him, but also going to have to replace some outstanding, outstanding players led by, of course, Troy Anderson, NFL hopeful. I, I would say actually NFL likely at this point. Young man from Dillon, Montana, who was the Big Sky Conference Defensive Player of the Year. As well as Daniel Hardy, who's an All-American defensive end and also an NFL hopeful. And a guy like Chase Benson, who's one of the best interior defensive linemen in the league. A ton of guys that Montana State needs to replace. So here are a couple thoughts from Brent Vegan, MSU head football coach, uh, about the new defensive coordinator. And uh, we'll give you some history on him as well. If you want to listen to the show, stream the show, any of that, you can always do that. 1029ESPN.com. Click on the Listen Live tab, and you'll find the stream. You want to be a part of the show? It's a Tuesday, so that means it's a Tagliari Tuesday. We have a $25 gift card to Tagliari Delicatessen here in Missoula. We'll be doing that uh, towards the end of the first segment. So about 20 minutes from now. Remember that number, 406 888 That's 888 888- 1029. And of course, we are coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Northwest Motorsports, new to Montana, but they have the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. You can find them online. Check out that entire inventory by visiting nwmxrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Appreciate Northwest Motorsport for being a part uh, of Nuanas. Now, a couple thoughts I had today before uh, we get into some hoops. I was driving over here. And I'm going to take a sip of tea right now because uh, got a little scratchy voice. That, that's the craziest part about living in a pandemic-ridden world uh, in Missoula, Montana on February 8th. As somebody that's, you know, spent from when I was 6 years old until 22 years old and then have been back now since I was, what, 31 years old. So, you know, that's a 20-year a span of my 34 years on the earth. I've lived in Missoula. People are just sick in Missoula in January and February, but it's so strange in a pandemic-ridden world because then you're sitting there when you're not feeling uh, up to par and you're like, well, what, what's going on? Do I have the COVID? Do I need to not go to work? I don't know, but that, that's here nor there. That got me thinking, though, this, how much I love tea, especially this time of year, and how good that is for you, you know, drinking hot water, and uh, it's good for the hydration, it's good for the relaxation, all that stuff. But I was also thinking back to this book I read uh, last winter. It was actually the second time I had read it. It was a book my mom gave me for Christmas one year, and it's called A History of the World in Six Glasses. And it's all about the influence that six crucial beverages have had um, on the human race, basically. And and tea is one of them. And it's so funny when you we live in this modernized, uh, globalized society where you know, you can go get whatever tea you want. And likely most people listening to this show can afford a box of tea every once in a while. And you can go pick out any kind, peppermint, lemon, whatever. 
And it used to be that we were truly like just we were sailing the world, sailing the ocean blue in the name of tea, in the name of coffee, in the name of these coveted beverages. And so it's all about uh, beer, wine, spirits, so liquor, tea, coffee. I'm trying to remember the sixth one. There's a sixth beverage that they analyze, but that's here nor there. It's a very interesting book. If you ever get a chance to read it, it's great history. That's by, by Tom Standage, who's also a writer and editor at The Economist. Uh, but it's a very good book. It came out, oh, probably 15 years ago. I read it for the first time when I was in high school and uh, reread it last winter. So not the one we were currently enduring, but last winter. But a very interesting, fun book. Uh, so I was just thinking of that as I was making myself some tea. The other thing I was thinking of, this is so random. This has nothing to do with any element of timing whatsoever. I was just thinking this while I was driving down Reserve Street today here in Missoula, which <laughs> if you live in Missoula, you know is an arduous and frustrating task sometimes. I can't complain. You know, one of my good friends just moved back here from Portland, and she was saying there's no such thing as traffic compared to there, and that's totally right. But also, we in Montana who grew up in Montana and live in Montana, we live here because we don't want to sit in traffic for four minutes, let alone 25 minutes. So regardless, I was sitting there driving to work, driving back to the studio today. I had just come back from campus. By the way, Justin Angle's supposed to join us here on Tuesday, uh, but he had a, a bit of a... Uh, Something to take care of. So um, we hope everything's okay with him, and uh, we'll circle back around. He's a reliable guy, so maybe we'll get him on uh, later on this week or or maybe next week as well. Uh, But a business angle will continue during the 5 o'clock hour every other Tuesday here uh, on Nuanas Now. But I was driving back from campus. I had uh, made some stops there because I I was already up there to record with him anyways. And uh, I was just thinking about football and Grizz football and – I had gotten a message earlier. The, the Big Sky Conference head coaches meetings are in uh, Ogden, Utah right now, in the Salt Lake City area. And <laughs> every year, someone from the Big Sky, one of the administrators there, tweets out a picture of said head coaches. And when you really get a, a, a full photo visual of all 12 of the guys that are the leaders of the football program in this um, diverse geographically sprawling and in, in some ways haphazard and random league. It's just so funny. I, I couldn't stop laughing at this picture because there's so many different little details of it. And I mean, for example, Ed McCaffrey looking like he's about to take a nap while he's sitting next to John Casper. And by the way, John Casper, a guy from Great Falls, Montana, sitting there next to a guy who got touchdowns in the Super Bowl, who, by the way, happens to coach this moribund program in northern Colorado. That itself is hilarious. You got Bruce Barnum sitting there. Uh, he's got a whole pa- a whole, a whole uh, bag of Dots pretzels, which he's been good enough to, <laughs> to douse to us. You have Bobby Houck there looking so intense. When this meeting could be over, we got to get something done. We got to get some work done. I, I think Chris Ball, the Northern Arizona coach, he might be uh, either coming out of a nap or about to take a nap. You got Jay Hill with his his five cans of soda in a 60-ounce glass, drinking out of a straw. It's unbelievable. It's just so funny to think the discussions these guys have. And then I also think sometimes about uh, just the way that some of these coaches take control of these meetings. So this also led me to think... This led me to be thinking about uh, Grizz and, and uh, Bobcat football. But before that, Andrew, our, our guy Andrew Houghton, Skyline Sports, he's on a lot of the same Twitter feeds as me. Did you see this picture? <laughs> I did. Is it as funny to you as it is to me? Because this is so funny to me every year. I don't think it's quite as funny to me as it is to you because you're in there dying about it. I think it is. I mean, it's just 
funny and unique because, like, you never see those guys in the same room and totally. all having to deal with each other all at the same time. Well, it's also so funny, too, though, because I know there's a dichotomy within each football league. I mean, Nick Saban is the Don, even when he's sitting in the room with Kirby Smart, who just beat him for the national championship. But those two guys, like, the level of resources, the level of resource superiority they have over Kentucky, Vanderbilt, it's pretty profound. But that same thing is on display in the big sky, too. Like, you have Brent Vegan sitting there, and he just played the national championship. He got handed the keys to the Cadillac. He got one of the most uh, rapidly growing universities in the Western United States. You got unbelievable academics at Montana State. You got this booming Gallatin Valley, this beautiful community to live in. And uh, Vegas just rolling right along. Bobby Houck, the facilities just keep on coming here at Montana. And then you got Bruce Barnum sitting there thinking, is, how many more of these do I have left? Is, is football even sustainable at Portland State? I just I find it just utterly fascinating, just the dichotomy of the way that the resource allotment is in the league, too, and, and just sort of how it's on full display in those meetings and how the guys that do have some of the advantages are trying to get their way with some of the guys that don't and vice versa as well. It's just a funny thing to think about. Well, right, and it's also the closest that we will ever get to being a fly on the wall in those meetings as sure. they're having those discussions, so it is just funny to think about that way, too. Yes, and this led, they led me to my actual thought, which was Montana destroyed Montana State in the rivalry game this year, and that led to many different things. That led to an affirmation for, for people that follow Grizz football and root on the Grizz, and uh, sort of the defining factor between back-to-back 10-4 and four seasons was a victory for the Cats uh, by, by Bobby Houck. At the same time, it was the first domino in a couple necessary dominoes for Montana State. They move on from Matt McKay, the starting quarterback. He enters the transfer portal. Tommy Mallott enters the, the fold and takes the world by storm. Now, would, would Montana State have still gone on a run? Probably. But would they have had the, the utmost confidence to to put that run together? I don't know. And the Grizz loss also impacted the seeding and the draw that they got, all that. But I was thinking to myself, what if that one result would have changed? What if Montana State would have won in the rivalry game? First of all, I don't think we're going to cover in football into January. I don't think the Bobcats make the same run, which is ironic and, and interesting to think about. But on the other hand, though, I was thinking about it more. This thought was coming to me from from a, a analyzing of the Grizz football program. If the Grizz would not have won that game, it would have completely altered the narrative of Bobby Houck here in Missoula, and that's crazy to think about. I, I think that even though Bobby Houck does have his detractors and he does have people that that maybe are uneasy about his second tenure here at Montana, I think that pretty overwhelmingly most people recognize that the Grizz are more on brand and play a lot harder and play a lot more of a Montana style of football and also are just better than they were uh, under Mick Delaney or Bob Stitt. And so, uh, I mean, the results are, are very clear on the field, but if they would not have won that game, we might be doing this as some sort of debate almost every single day, every single week. It would have sort of... The, the win by the Grizz was a great one, a necessary one, and an assumed one. I, I think that... It would have been way more crazy, just like we were debating the, the basketball games from over the weekend. It would have been way more crazy for the Bobcats to come into Missoula and beat a top 10 ranked Grizz team. And then what would have happened after that? Who knows? But it's just interesting, just the narrative we would have discussing football here uh, in the Treasure State if uh, back on November 20th, 
Montana wouldn't have had that 29-10 victory over Montana State. So there you go, some musings, some uh, midweek thoughts from my strange brain here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. I'm Coulter Nuanas coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Thanks so much for being here. Appreciate you. Now we're going to hear from several different guests on last night's game in Missoula. First we'll hear from Travis DeCure, then Josh Bannon, and then Riley Corcoran. Southern Utah, what a weird game. Not much effort at all. Uh, they did. They called one timeout in the entire game, and that came in early in the second half. There was, I'm not going to say sporadic subbings, there was non-sporadic subbings. There was no subbings. They only played seven guys. And I'm not implying anything. It was just very strange to see a team that you are used to seeing play with high energy, especially against formidable opponents and especially in in big-time atmospheres. Granted, the, the atmosphere last night in Missoula on a Monday, it, it was one of the lesser crowds of the year, but it was still a fine atmosphere. But Southern Utah looked completely listless and completely lackluster. That said, the Grizz looked really good, and that's a big win for Montana after they got swept this weekend by Weber State and Idaho State. We caught up with Travis Secure following the game. Montana eighth-year head men's basketball coach. How'd you guys bounce back? That was a pretty dominant, especially defensive effort. I said this. I think the last time we had a conversation, anyone can beat anyone in this conference. And you don't want to be the team or one of the teams in the top of standings that loses one of those games. But it happens. Um, You know, in eight years, it's going to happen at some point in time. Um, But it was a wake-up for our guys. I think that we had their undivided attention going into this game. Um, They were excited. Another opportunity against a team in the top of standings. The more wins you can chip away at, uh, against teams in the top of standings, the more confidence you have going to the conference tournament. So this is a team that's heading the right direction. We're still young in a lot of areas, and uh, our maturity is, is, is you're, you're kind of seeing it take place right now. I mean, my thought was the growth of particularly your guards and particularly Brandon Whitney, because last time he played Southern Utah, it was just John Knight dribble drive in the paint all day. He couldn't do anything today. So, I mean, what do you think that says about just his growth? Uh, one, he's gotten a lot stronger. Uh, two, I think, just confidence, you know, a year of experience. These seasons are long for freshmen. You know, he played 30 minutes a game last year as a freshman, which is way too many minutes for a kid fresh out of high school. So there was some, you know, he was wore down a little bit, too. Now, suddenly Utah was earlier in the year. It was in December. But I just think a lot of it is just he's a lot stronger after having a pure spring and summer. And the conference season's so long, you can't expect to be playing at the absolute top level all the time. But it seemed like Josh Banner really stepped up today. So what do you think of his ability to bounce back and just his ability to carry it? You always want to see how guys respond um, through adversity. And, you know, Banner had had some last year, and he bounced back well through that last year and finished the season strong. Uh, we had a rough weekend, uh, the ending to the Weaver game, and then obviously Saturday. And to see him come out and perform the way he did tonight uh, says a lot about his maturity and and how serious he is about this game. And the style they like to play. They, I mean, they just like to get up and down. They're so athletic. You guys controlled this entire game. So what did you just think of the overall focus of your team? At the end of the day, we, we want to take away the shots you're trying to get and force you to shoot shots that maybe aren't high percentage shots for you or you're not comfortable taking. And I think the guys did a good job of executing that tonight and, and taking away some of the strengths. A lot of it was transition or just open court one-on-one. They, they really they run some actions at the end of the day. It's going to be one-on-one on the block or someone putting it on the floor and we got to be able to contain them and I thought the guys did a phenomenal job. This weekend just what it does for you? I mean you got a couple measuring sticks right? Weber State, Southern Utah, some of the teams you guys are going to be competing with for the conference championship so how, how do you think that this helps the guys sort of gauge the competition in the league? Uh, it helps you know the styles are so different that right. I think some teams match up with others better exactly. um, you know and, and so it's hard sometimes you go beat them 
and then they beat them. Right. So we know we can beat that team because, you know, and it's hard to do that. Um, so a lot of it is style of play. There's some things that Southern Utah does that we've struggled with in the past, uh, especially keeping them off the offensive glass. And we did that tonight. We, we minimized their second shots and their paint points, and that's why we won the game and, and took a lot off the board. So that is always a sign uh, for maybe some things we could do better the next time around against some other teams. Is that the biggest challenge of conference play, the second time around, just the, the fact that you're going to get everybody's best shot again? Correct, and they're going to make some adjustments. You know, they're going to look at film and say, well, we did these things to take them out of offense, so they may, you know, and they've got a little more time to prepare. It's not one day prep now, uh, and when you've got two days, you can, you know, add a wrinkle or two and maybe find some ways to get some other shots. So we got to make sure that, you know, we've got some adjustments knowing that just because we did a couple things last time we played them doesn't mean they'll work this time. So you go, Travis DeCure, following his team's 78-67 win over Southern Utah, the Grizz, after losing two straight on the road, now up to 9-4 and four in Big Sky Conference play. So they keep pace with that top group, and that's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out because I think that the top four is pretty pretty defined. I think that in any and no particular order, I mean, right now I'd give you, you have to go Montana State number one. They're top in the standings. They've won nine in a row. They've won 14 out of their last 15. And then the, the next three, probably got to go Weber two, and then Montana, Southern Utah, or Southern Utah, Montana. I don't know. Uh, still a lot to be determined, but I do think that those four teams are going to be playing on Friday in Boise, and I think that the winners of the of those are going to play in the championship. I don't know which order it's going to be in, though. It's a coin flip. They could go uh, any of the ways. So it's going to be fun to see this all play out. But that was a big bounce-back win by the Grizz last night. Uh, Bobcats, again, if you missed the opening of the show, huge victory as well, 72-54 in Idaho State and MSU now. Uh, nine straight. They're off to their best start since 2002. And... Uh, that's their seventh straight road win. That's the most ever in the Division I era by Montana State. It's is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas. We're coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio, going all the way around the Big Sky Conference. You want to go to the Big Sky Tournament in Boise? Well, we, as part of our Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops with Krista Redpath, as well as in association with Skyline Sports at SkylineSportsMT.com for all your best in Big Sky Conference hoops coverage. We have partnered with the Big Sky to give you a pair of passes to Boise. All you have to do is either tweet us, tweet right at us, at 1029ESPN, at Skyline Sports MT, at Krista Redpath, or you can text us 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Text us Big Sky and Boise, or tweet us whatever. Big Sky and Boise, if you want... uh, a chance to get two passes to the Big Sky Tournament, Boise, Idaho, the second week of March. Josh Bannon only played 21 minutes at Pocatello on Saturday night. He looked uninspired. It, it was very strange to see uh, the way that he was playing, considering how well he had been playing. He finished with only five points. Well, he bounced back in a big way last night, 26 points and eight rebounds for the lefty from Australia, Josh Bannon here on Nuanas Now. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio, coming down here, Dahlberg Arena, Josh Bannon, third time in two weeks. We must be good luck. He had 26 points, eight rebounds, Montana, a 78-69 victory over Southern Utah. First off, Josh, how much did Saturday's result influence this one? Because you guys look pretty hungry coming out the gates here on a Monday after losing by a large margin to Idaho State on Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday was definitely rough. That hurt. Um, it was a bounce-back game. I think we came together. We pride ourselves on the defensive end, and we just we didn't guard at all at Idaho State. We played a a pretty average game, and then to come out here tonight, bounce back, it was really good. Is that a beneficial aspect, knowing that 
it's never good to maybe have a step back like you guys did Saturday, but you guys re-engaged. I mean, I thought this was your most complete defensive effort of the season. So, I mean, is that something that gives you guys confidence, or is that something that's sort of a teaching moment? Like, hey, if we do it really lock in, we actually can lock people up for 40 minutes? Yeah, I think Saturday just shows if you don't show up, you can get beaten by anyone in this league on any given night. And so, like, we come into today playing one of the better teams in the competition, a team that beat us twice last year and sort of a welcome to college basketball for some of us freshmen. Right. But uh, it was good to get another shot at him at home. And I think we really just played a good team effort together here. That's a great point because I was thinking that the whole time. You, Brandon Whitney, Robbie Beasley, those are you guys' first two Big Sky Conference games. You guys were in it in those games, but they sort of out-physical to you, took it to the hoop. You guys did that to them tonight, though. So do you think that's sort of a sign of how much you guys have grown? Definitely. That was something we placed a huge emphasis in on over the summer was off it like we were giving up a lot of offensive rebounds turning the ball over too much and really southern utah was the team that showed that the most when we played them we really struggled and they were super physical and we just we really couldn't handle it last year uh, but i think that's this is just a sign of the growth we've had as a, as a group um, including the guys that have come in and the guys returning from last year we all just come together placed a huge emphasis on that over the summer and i think we've i think tonight shows that we've really improved there and last thing for you, I mean, this is like an NBA schedule you guys are navigating now. I mean, three and five, but, like, no matter how you do the math, it's going to be four and seven and six and eight and whatever, you know. You guys are just playing and playing and playing. So how do you get yourself mentally ready for that? For me, it's pretty easy. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a super competitive person. I want to play every – play every day if we could. Yeah. So, you know, like, you just come out here – you know, every game's important, uh, especially, like, coming off a game like Sad Day. I didn't show up. I owned that. I wasn't what I needed to be. So it was great. It, honestly, I really was happy with the fact that I get only got 48 hours and then, bang, I get to go back, respond, and show show that, like, that's not that's not me and I'm better than that. Love that guy's competitiveness. He's been fun to get to know here these last uh, couple weeks and months. Josh Bannon here on Nuanas Now. How about some Tagliari Deli? Call us right now, 406 406- 888-1029. I had the queen last time up down there. I suggest that you try it. It's a big old slice of mozzarella. Got some turkey, some pesto, some uh, balsamic, a little arugula. Oh, man. It's one of the best ones I've ever had down there, and I've had a lot of those sandwiches. So uh, you want to try a sandwich, that queen or otherwise, call us right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888 888- 1029. Here's what we're going to do. We're up against it. So you call us right now. Caller number two. We got some free Tagliari, $25 gift card to Tagliari Deli. Rally Corkin, voice of the Grizz, will finish our men's basketball conversation with us here on the other side. Plus, some word association with some of the best female basketball players in the Big Sky Conference. Keep it right here. CSPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. 
Missoula Sports Center. On a night flush with Big Sky Conference basketball action, all four teams from the Treasure State continued streaks of one sort or another. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. In Missoula, the Grizz basketball team bounced back from getting swept on the road over the weekend, a skid that included an embarrassing 23-point loss at Idaho State to drill Southern Utah 78-67. The Grizz dictated the pace and tempo of the game throughout against a high-scoring Thunderbirds team to win their 12th straight home game of the season and 14th straight at Dahlberg Arena dating back to last year. Montana is now 9-4 in Big Sky Conference play while Southern Utah drops to 9-3. In Bozeman, the Montana State women put the clamps down in the fourth quarter to sprint past Idaho. MSU rallied from a 14-point deficit to emerge as a 96-84 win over the Vandals. Victory is Montana State's eighth straight all in the span of 18 days. Bobcat women sit at 10-2 in league play atop the Big Sky standings while Idaho is now 4-6. The Montana State men stayed red hot, posting a 72-54 win at Idaho State, marking MSU's ninth straight victory and 14th in their last 15 outings. Bobcats are 10-2 in Big Sky Conference play. And the Lady Grizz went to first place Southern Utah and emerged with a 69-64 win, moved to 7-4 in conference. SUU is now 9-3 in Big Sky play. This 102.9 ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Aspen Sound. Montana, welcome back. Duana is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Thanks so much for joining us. Man, I'm still, I'm stuck on this thought. If transcendent albums changed the world, moved the needle like they used to. Like when that album dropped, Supernatural by Santana, and it had all of these guest singers on it and stuff. Man, it was like a it was like a cultural moment, but that's not unique to music. That was the that was music history in America for decades. And now I know that there's songs and artists that sort of take the world by storm. But just that album, when that album drops, like Fleetwood Mac, Rumors, you know, like albums like that. I just don't know if, the, if there's albums out there that drop and move the needle, like Supernatural, Santana. And I mean, we could go through a list of hundreds, if not thousands, of albums, but. I just don't know if the art of the album is still is still the same thing. I don't know. What do you think? Text us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Also, congratulations to our winner of our uh, Tagliari giveaway, Tagliari Tuesday, presented by Tagliari Delicatessen. Each and every Tuesday, giving you a $25 gift card to go swoop some, some of the best sandwiches in Missoula or get yourself a bottle of wine, some pasta. I made some of this uh, sweet pasta that I got down there, man, it was so good. I, the stuff on the grocery store shelf is fine, but if you go big and get, get yourself, you know, a little twelve to fifteen dollar box of pasta, I'm telling you, man, you you will not regret it. And Tag's got a full supply of that. Time now for our Treasure State Stars, presented by Parkside Credit Union. We highlight some of the best performances individually from around the state of Montana by Montanans uh, each Tuesday here on Nuanas. Now, Treasure State Star number one from right here in the Garden City, Darian Stevens. A two-time Olympian. This year, she's over in Beijing competing as a freestyle skier. She qualified for the finals in the women's big air in Beijing. And uh, she ended up placing 11th overall. 
But pretty cool for her to advance to the finals for the first time in her Olympic career. And uh, what a story for her to, to overcome all the adversities she's overcome, making the Olympics early on in her career, enduring injuries and falling short a couple different times, and then now back here uh, into the Beijing Olympics. Pretty outstanding for Darian Stevens, a Missoula native. Maggie Voison, by the way, from Whitefish, was also in the women's big air. She was 15th in the qualifying round, did not qualify for the finals, but she will also compete in women's slope style. So two Montanans on the women's side of the freestyle ski team uh, and Darian Stevens, one of our first, or our, excuse me, our first Treasure State star for this week. Treasure State star number two, Troy Anderson. <laughs> this is a good story. I was uh, down at Dahlberg Arena covering uh, Idaho State at Montana on Saturday afternoon. And uh, I was streaming the Montana State women's game as well, but we were doubling down covering some hoops, Andrew Houghton and I were. And uh, we had watched the beginning of the Senior Bowl before leaving, at least I had. I'd watched the beginning of the Senior Bowl, and Troy Anderson ran down on the first kickoff. He was the first guy down the field, Montana State. uh, I guess former now Montana State, so weird saying that. uh, Outstanding linebacker from Dillon. And then he was in on a, a couple tackles in the first quarter, and uh, by the time I had gotten done watching, he probably had three or four tackles. He was certainly calling the defense, making a lot of plays, and that caps an outstanding week for Troy Anderson at the Senior Bowl, which he is our Treasure State star number two for the week. But I got a text from a buddy of mine who knows, uh, who knew he was following me on Twitter, so he knew I was covering hoops. And he said, I can't believe that you didn't see that fourth quarter touchdown by Troy Anderson. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, they lined him up at tight end and he scored a 47-yard touchdown up the seam. The reason that this is a hilarious story is because I fully believed it because that's not even close to how the realm of possibilities. He absolutely could have done that, but that actually did not happen. That, that was fake news, but my buddy was just screwing with me. But more than anything, hilarious because you can tell tall tales about Troy Anderson, and it's hard to say that they're not true because the guy's done everything and then some uh, during his collegiate career, and I can't wait to see what he's got cooking uh, once he makes it to the next level at the NFL. Treasure State Stars, presented by Parkside Credit Union. Treasure State Star number three, Samari Torre. He, late last week, got a touchdown in the uh, East-West Shrine game, the all-star game he was playing in. So former University of Montana wide receiver who was a record setter there at UM. He he graduate transferred to Nebraska uh, for his senior season, but he kind of touched on the all-star game as well. I've got a lot of questions about Samari Torre, and uh, people always ask me, what do I think of his NFL prospects? Well, I think Samari Torre... Is has all he's he's a little slight, but he does have the frame and and the the body to play in the NFL, and he's a very very smooth and uh, precise and polished route runner. He though, it's going to be all about the gun. It's going to be all about the time. What does he run in his pro day? If he runs in the in the mid four sixes, it ain't happening. He's going to have a really hard time making a roster. If he runs a sub four six and even a sub four five, that helps him out a lot. And he could have uh, a, a much elevated opportunity. So we'll see. But uh, I think both those guys definitely going to be uh, at least NFL teams will be very interested in Samari Torre, and uh, NFL teams are all over Troy Anderson. So very cool for a couple guys with some Montana roots. Treasure State star number four, Darian White. Last night, the outstanding Montana State point guard helped MSU win their eighth straight game, and that's all come in the span of 18 days. <laughs> They're like, Trisha Bedford joked after they had won their fourth game in seven days, which, by the way, was the rivalry over the Lady Grizz. She said, I'd never in my life prepared for a rivalry game where we didn't prepare. Uh, all we did was watch film and, and go through a walkthrough, but we had played the night before, so we couldn't have a real practice. 
Well, they've kind of had to keep that schedule because when you have 8-18, eight and 18, that's, uh, that's pretty grueling, and it hasn't deterred Montana State whatsoever. Last night, they're down 12 points going in the fourth quarter against Idaho, and they rally all the way back, and they outscore the Vandals 28-7 to in the fourth quarter. An unbelievable effort by MSU. Darian White, 32 points, and she's the Big Sky Conference Player of the Week this week. And uh, she is... If you have not watched Darian White or seen Darian White, she's as good as it gets. She is as good as it gets for an athlete at the Big Sky Conference. It's it's quite actually amazing and astounding to think that Darian White and Troy Anderson were on campus at MSU at the same time. Because um, I truly think that they are among the greatest players in the history of the school and their respective sports. But Darian White, she's got it all. It's not just that she is lightning quick, probably the best athlete in the league, probably the fastest player in the league, but she's also probably the best competitor in the league. She's probably uh, the most spirited leader in the league. I think she's the most fearless player in the league. She's the one of the toughest players in the league. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. I think that she is really a uh, next-level talent, and I think there's a lot of people that agree with me because she's definitely getting some um, scouting looks from the, the next level of, of basketball, both domestically and internationally. So don't be surprised if Darian White plays basketball as long as she wants, but she is the Big Sky Player of the Week as well as our Treasure State star number four for the week. Treasure State star number five, Damon Grovant. 71 points last week. He did it right after uh, we did our Treasure State stars, so he was a full week removed from that. I know that's kind of, quote-unquote, old news for all you loyal listeners out there because we talked about this twice last week already on the show. We got to throw it in there because 71 points is ridiculous. You know what's even more ridiculous? A week later, Jeremy, Journey Emerson from Lame Deer, by the way, Grovant from Lodgegrass, he also broke Elvis Old Bull's uh, school record for career points with that 71-point performance. But then Journey Emerson from Lame Deer, who is Lodgegrass, uh, main rival. He won up Scrovant, and he goes for 82 later in the week. It was a little bit ridiculous watching the film, not to take anything away from Journey Emerson, but I mean, the kid was scoring on fast break layups when his team was up 80. I don't really know about the, the whole, I don't know. I don't want to go down that road. Impressive by Journey Emerson. Don't want to take anything away from him. Outstanding by him. Uh, th- when you win a basketball game by 90, I think there's a lot of uh, decision-making by adults that comes into the conversation. But here, no, there, tremendous job by Journey Emerson. And we're going to talk more about both Lodgegrass and Lame Deer in the second hour here on Nuanas Now. And finally, our Treasure State star number seven, it's not a, a player or a person or an athlete or a coach. It's just the event that is the all-class wrestling tournament in Billings uh, over the weekend, the return of the all-class tournament, because last year they had to have it at three different sites. So we have the first all-class wrestling tournament that includes girls wrestling at the high school level for the first time ever in Billings this weekend. So that will be quite a spectacle to behold. Treasure State Stars presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, one of the best places in western Montana to get a loan because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. We went a little long in the first segment, so we're circling back around to our Big Sky Conference hoops discussion. Nuana's now ESPN Radio. I caught up with Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz, earlier this week to talk about Montana's victory over Southern Utah, bouncing back after that Idaho State game, as well as the landscape of the Big Sky Conference. Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, here on Nuanas Now. Nuanas Now rolls on here on a Tuesday. Hope you're having an outstanding day. Coulter Nuanas, we're actually coming to you from the home of one and only Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz. We're all over the place these days, but uh, it's easy to facilitate. You just got to know where you're going. I've been used to recording down at Dahlberg Arena, but Riley's got to go head over to the coaches show here in just a minute. Uh, down there at Finns, you can always check that out on a Tuesday. But Montana coming off their first Monday game ever? I don't know. because the Is that it? 
Yeah, first Monday game of the season. Maybe one. Oh, one at 9 a.m. last year. Talk about weird schedules, right? right. When a closed door, basically scrimmage. One game at 9 a.m. Besides that, yes, this is the first Monday game this year for Montana. I didn't even know what to do with myself. I, I, I mean, I don't know. You're like me. We're like creatures of routine. I'm never going out to dinner on a Monday. And I was like going to get something to eat real quick before the game last night because I, I was so weird going to a game on a Monday. But Southern Utah in town and uh, Montana, I don't want to say guts out. They, they, they strangled their way to a 78-67 victory. It was close score for the first three quarters of the game, but it didn't really seem like a close game because if you know Southern Utah's style, Southern Utah likes to get up and down. They like to push the ball, pour it in the basket, and there was not much of that at all for Southern Utah on Monday. And Montana, they looked reinvigorated, especially after their loss. So this is actually your second appearance on Nuanas now this week. We talked about the Idaho State game on Saturday, but this was a good bounce back for the Grizzlies. It was, and it was a season-defining game. I, I, everybody was stunned, and for good reason. And the Grizz deserved all of that criticism and kind of doubt of, okay, what kind of team are they? Because that game against Idaho State is... Many people said it was inexcusable, but at the same time, they were able to respond. And I think this goes to show, I'm using a Travis DeCure line here, but a sign of growth. And it was for this team that has the core of sophomores that have really flourished. And Josh Bannon showed me something, the individual output for him after his worst game of the season to have 26 points, four players in double-figure scoring. But you're right about the style. And I knew it right away because when you sit courtside and you know the deliberate style that Montana wants to play and how they win games, you know right away if they're establishing their pace and style first or if they're going to try and adjust and win at the other team's style. Southern Utah did not get what they wanted all game long, and I still go back to this piece of Brandon Whitney, defensively what he's been able to do on John Knight as well as any of the other premier scorers in this league at the guard spot. And Brandon Whitney has just turned into a star in front of our eyes, and I was very impressed. You're right. The score was close until maybe towards the end of the game, but it felt like Montana never lost control of that game throughout. How important in this league do you think dictating the style is? Because there's so many different styles in the league. I think it's huge because of that exact point. Because there are 11 teams. And I would say there's about six to seven different styles in this league. Right. There, are, there are two teams. that There's not a, a circumstance where there's two teams that are the exact same. They all go about it a different way. And I think in this league, that's why there's two factors. We always go and talk about it. You cover this league a long time. Right. Coaching's massive because you oh. get to this, this scouting report stage and teams know each other. And and how do you – it's a chess game. Coach DeCure loves playing chess, by the way. Yes. And it's an ultimate chess game, and Montana has been able, 101 wins to 40 losses under Coach DeCure in conference play. They win the chess game more than their opponent, and I think it is so massive in this league, and that's why it's going to be so fun, Coulter, in three to four weeks in Boise when we're talking about the bracket because it's all going to depend on matchups and, and how the style of play goes back and forth. Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, joining us here on Nuana, is now recapping a heavy Monday night of basketball throughout the Big Sky Conference, including four wins by uh, Montana squads on Monday night. One guy I want to ask you about, because we talk a lot about Josh Bannon, Brandon Whitney, Robbie Beasley on the show. Cam Parker is a favorite of ours, just, you know, a journalism major. He loves coming on the radio. He always says yes to the interview requests. One guy I really have uh, grown an affinity for watching because I just think that he is an X-Factor type guy for the Grizz is Lionel Martin. What do you think of Lionel Martin and how important is he? Because I actually think that if the Grizz are going to win this thing, if they make a, are going to make a run in the tournament, I think Lionel Martin, his emergence and continued contributions are going to be huge for Montana. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I know this is a radio show 
and it'd probably be better if we debated through this, but I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, Lonel Martin is the missing piece that they didn't have from a year ago. They didn't have a wing. They didn't have someone that could be physical and defend out on the perimeter and then also shoot the three. Those were huge holes for Montana. And I think Lonel Martin got thrown in the fold. And whether we like it or not, there's a huge adjustment from junior college ball to the Division One ranks. And Lonel Martin put a lot of pressure on himself in the non-conference. So it's easy to look at his numbers and not have them pop off the page. But the eye test in conference play has shown a different story. Since he's come off the bench, the pressure's been alleviated of being that starter that needs to put in 15 points a game. Now he's playing freely. And not only is he making big-time shots, he's getting more comfortable. He's well-liked by his teammates, which is a huge factor in chemistry and, and throwing someone new in the mix. But how about defense and rebounding? Because this Grizzly team, let's call it what it is, they're not the best rebounding team at all. But someone other than Josh Bannon needs to scrap. And and it's been Lon L. Martin. He had eight rebounds against Idaho. He had six more in the game against Southern Utah last night. And you're seeing the scrap. I mean, when you play 32 minutes off the bench, you're doing something right. And I agree with you. I think that he is that, that missing piece, and he's such a fan favorite. you got to get him on the show, Coulter. He is awesome to talk to. Um, he's the team barber. He, he had a yeah. great, great story from, I mean, this is a guy, too. He tore his PCL in high school, and he was going Division One ranks. So that kind of derailed everything, went to the IMG Academy. And then COVID happened. That ruined another Division One opportunity for him. And he kind of fell in the laps of Montana. And this is such a great comeback story. Um, and I agree with you. I think that he is the X factor. And if he can make shots, that is going to absolutely elevate this offense. He's also the nephew of Trent Tucker, who uh, played 12 years in the NBA and was on the Chicago Bulls when they won a title. And he's also the cousin of Miles Bridges, who was a uh, first-round pick in the, in the NBA draft in 2018 and also a uh, All-American at Michigan State. Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, will join us one more time this weekend. We're tripling it up here on Nuanez now. Love these quick hitters during basketball season. We here on ESPN Radio, though, will be back right after this. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. by a solo female artist. The Velvet Rope, little Janet Jackson. Love this album when it first came out. I love Janet Jackson. I was a big Jackson guy all the way around. Michael Jackson, Jackson 5, all of it. But I have a special place in my heart for Janet. She's uh, not only is she just so beautiful, but also a couple, about a three album run there, about as good as anybody in pop music. Pretty undeniable. Nuan is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. If you saw me clowning around with this hat, it's because uh, we got these sweet ESPN Montana hats. Some of you out there have been fortunate enough to snag some, whether we're giving them to you at our pregame tailgate show or, uh, you know, you happen to just know us and uh, we dole one out to you. But they don't fit me. My head is so huge, I just can't get it to fit. 
the other weekend, I guess it was Saturday, we got a package in the mail from one of my lifetime best friends, one of the guys I grew up with. And uh, But I didn't realize that at first. It was just a package. It was addressed to me, but it was this hat. I'm looking at the hat. I'm like, it says Mammoth Headwear. I'm like, this is kind of cool. But then I was like, Andrew, did you order a hat? Because Andrew Houghton, our producer, and I lived together. He's like, no. And I'm like, okay. And I realized this was from my buddy. And uh, I, you didn't even have to... I didn't even have to contemplate who had sent it because he would be the only one that would troll me in this fashion, sending me a hat that's made by a specialized headwear company for men with giant heads like myself. <laughs> so pretty funny, uh, but appreciate it. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the hat, Paul. Appreciate the the uh, gesture. Uh, very good, and uh, definitely fits. All right, so we teased this earlier, and then we had to flip a little, around a little bit because we got to all over the place with the clock, but. I want to talk some big side women's hoops. The Montana schools, big wins on Monday night as well. The uh, Lady Grizz bounced back after losing to Idaho State on Saturday, and they posted a 69-64 win at Southern Utah. Can't wait to actually find out about this game in general uh, because the box score was crazy. I was watching the Grizz game and the Montana State men's game um, last night. In, I was at the Grizz game and watching the MSU men's game as well, and uh, so I didn't watch the Lady Grizz game much. The box score is weird. Uh, only 14 minutes for Carmen G. Feller. Sophia Styles only played 20 minutes. The leading scorer was Katarika Taziki, who was a, a transfer uh, from East Carolina, who's originally from Greece. And the second leading scorer was Kylie Froelich, uh, a player from Missoula Sentinel. It, just weird. It was, it was a weird box score, but a great win by Lady Grizz. Montana State, though, they had an epic win. They outscored Idaho 28-7 in the fourth quarter, and they rallied from a 12-point deficit to post a 96-84 win. Darian White carrying the day, 32 points. She's the Big Sky Conference Player of the Week. So bringing Andrew out and our producer, and we're just going to play a quick game of word association when it comes to these uh, a couple interesting and compelling subjects uh, in Big Sky Conference women's basketball. By the way, our great friend Chris Redpath will be back with us on Thursday for Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops for the first hour of Thursday's show. So look forward to that as well. Uh, the first word association I got, Andrew, Diablo Canate, who is the outstanding and electrifying point guard from the Idaho State women's basketball team. What say you when you hear Diablo Canate? Well, Coulter, electrifying is a really good one. I would say kinetic, and I've used that word to describe her uh, in my writing before. Just just watch the way she moves. I mean, you said earlier Darian White's the fastest player in the conference. I wouldn't argue with that, but Diaba Canate is right up there. A lot of these girls, you know, they, they float through games. You can often lose sight of them on the court. You're never going to lose sight of Diaba Canate because the way she moves. I would also, for her, say a little bit evolving. She, she came in as sort of a really raw player. She's added a lot of stuff to her game, and it's she not has. just the the jump shot, which is something that was obvious. Sure, you know that she she had to fix coming in, and she has, and she's shooting more threes, and she's more confident pulling up from the free throw line, but a lot more subtle stuff like keeping her dribble alive when she's driving and not going full speed to the basket the entire time, playing with her pace, going slow, going fast, looking for passes. She. Um, you know, she I've seen a couple times where she drives under the basket and comes out the other side. That's a place where a lot of inexperienced point guards start to panic when you get under the basket. But if you keep your dribble alive, come out the other side, you can open up a lot of stuff. So I've been seeing that from her. So I'd say evolving as well. How about 
the aforementioned Big Shake Howard's Player of the Week, Darian White. I gave you my analysis. I think she's pretty much the best at all the things that I find the most important when it comes to the game of basketball uh, in the league. Above all else, I think she's all. I think she's peerless in the league. I think she's the best player in the uh, Big Sky Conference. But what do you think? What do you, when I say Darian White, this week's Big Sky Conference Player of the Week, what say you? Well, I wrote down a couple things. I think I would go with takeover after watching the game yeah, yeah. last night. And I, you know, I saw. I was sitting courtside at the Men Grizz game, like you said. Saw the tweet from Parker Cotton of the Bozeman Daily Chronicle. The score was fifty-one forty-six at halftime. Right. Idaho had four girls in double figures at halftime. I was like, that's one I got to keep an eye on. And it came down to the fourth quarter, and it was something like, you know, 82 to 70. Idaho was up in the fourth quarter. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to turn that one on because I want to see these teams shoot the lights out, even if it doesn't end up being a close game. Well, as soon as I, as soon as I turn it on, Darian White. Yeah. Layup, three straight assists. She's hitting tough floaters in the lane to close it out with the and ones. She had a couple steals in the fourth quarter. Unbelievable. She is unbelievable. She's must-see TV. Nuance now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Word association about Big Sky women's basketball players. We don't have time to do all the rest of these except for just a few because I want to touch on just two more. First, Beyonce B. She went over 1,000 points for Idaho despite their loss. The Vandals continue to struggle despite having the preseason MVP in Beyonce B on their squad. Idaho four and six after their loss last night to Montana State, but I'm not ready to put a, put a fork in John Newley's squad yet. But Beyonce B, the latest thousand point scorer in the Big Sky, what say you when I say Beyonce B? Well, I'm not ready to write that team off either, Coulter. I think they've got a lot of talent, but I think Beyonce B is looking a little stretched right now in terms of her role and what she's being asked to do for that team. You look at you know the roster that they had last year. They had a lot more scores, and she wasn't always asked to be the number one option. She was capable of being the number one option at a, at a lot of points, but she didn't always have to do it. This year, you look at the team, and, you know, I mean, the Sac State transfer, Tiana Johnson, struggled a little bit. Yep. I know they've got a transfer from Gonzaga, struggling a little bit. And I think Beyonce B right now is sort of like, you know, Coulter, when you talk in in baseball about a bullpen and these teams talk right. about acquiring a closer and that allows everybody to slot into their natural roles, I think Beyonce B is a little bit like an eighth-inning setup guy right now who's being asked to be the closer all the time, and she's just it's just not quite the right role for her. Although I still think, you know, she's a great player, and, and that's a, a real dark horse team for the tournament. I absolutely agree it's a dark horse team. I was, I've been saying that a variety of different places, and I'll continue to say it. Well, I picked them second in the league going yeah, into totally. the season. I mean, I've, I believed in that roster more than anybody going into the season, and they, they've still got a lot of talent. They absolutely have a lot of talent, and they also have one of the best tournament coaches in the league. He's he, John Newley has way more experience in neutral site tournaments than anybody else in the Big Sky because Idaho was in the whack for the first portion of his tenure uh, there at Idaho, which has now reached uh, 14 seasons. Well, it's now ESPN Radio, Word Association with Big Sky Conference Women's Basketball. The last one I want to get to is uh, Isnell Nadabu. She is a sophomore, former transfer from Iowa Western. She originally hails from the Czech Republic, and uh, she is a six foot five forward slash center for the Sacramento State Hornets. And uh, this young lady is tearing the face off the Big Sky Conference. She is averaging 
15 points per game, but she's shooting 63% from the field. And she's also grabbing 12 rebounds per game. In a 40-minute college game, 12 rebounds per game is so many. That's like such an elite number, especially in women's basketball. Uh, so Isabel Nadabu, she right now absolutely the front runner for newcomer of the year in the league, unless she's battling it out with one of her own teammates. Because that, that's been the whole story right now with Sacramento State is that Mark Campbell comes in there and they stumble uh, out the gates. And now here they are and they've won seven of their last eight and they sit at seven and five in league play. And uh, it just shows you how getting somebody like Nadabu and getting somebody like Liana Tillman, who was last week's Big Sky Conference Player of the Week and who's leading the league in scoring right now, 20 points per game. Uh, a grad transfer from Pacific shows you just how much just a two new pieces can influence your success as a team. But Isabel Nadabu, my last name, what, what say you when you uh, hear that name? Well, I like the horror movie sort of metaphor that she used there because she's scary, man. She is. And not even just the way that she plays, although, you know, dominant post player really goes hard, good effort on the boards. And sort of has physical advantages over a lot of the posts in the league that she's going <laughs> against. She has physical advantages over every post I've ever seen in the Big Sky Conference. This right. young lady is built. She's 6'5", and she is jacked. She is strong, strong, strong. Uh, the pictures of her are very impressive. I can't wait to see her live here in a couple weeks. But also scary because, Coulter, what's the ceiling for her? I mean, she has right. Liana Tillman on her team who's taking 25 shots a game. Natabo's getting her little 18 and 13 every night on, like, Nine, ten shots? Right. What happens if in the tournament they just feed her every time? That's what I would do. That That's terrifying. That's absolutely terrifying. And she can go get herself eight points because of offensive rebounding prowess as well. Nuance now, ESPN Radio, Word Association when it comes to Big Sky Conference women's basketball. We will have around the Big Sky women's hoops coming back for you this week. Thursday, our great friend Krista Redpath will join us in studio, and uh, it will once again be presented by Sleep City. Two weeks in a row for Sweet City. You're presenting sponsor for Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops. Appreciate them. How about some some of the best stories in the state of Montana when it comes to prep sports, particularly prep basketball? And Montana State, they got a new defensive coordinator. Hour one of the books, hour two coming at you. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sports Bet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sports Bet Montana location or by using the Sports Bet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sports Bet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 billion. Sports Bet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sports Bet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get com- Commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.